This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. King Kong ain't got shit on me! It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you gonna, gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? The next to bed, the nappers next to Miss Nose. Now, hey. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Oh my God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Say my name. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, no. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! And here we go. Welcome back to episode three of Realish. I'm LJ. Derek. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. How you been? I've been good, man. Hey, I just want to say real quick on the podcast, I texted you, but happy birthday, bro. Ah, <laughs> appreciate it, man. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's uh, is entering uh 30s now, so it's it's uh very interesting. It's a it's a uh it's a different feeling. <laughs> I wouldn't but, have guessed you were thirty, man. I thought I thought yeah. we were closer in age. Yeah, I know, I know. A lot a lot of people uh, uh think that, especially when I shave my beard off. I, I <laughs> twenty one max. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> but hey, the way I see it, the older you get. The more that plays into it, and 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 I'm good with it. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, have you seen uh, you seen anything new lately? Last week, or so. Ah, uh, new. I wouldn't say new. Um, I I've been on this uh kick with animated films the last couple of weeks. I think I told you that. Um, yeah. Uh, I watched a uh, Toy Story four. Uh, earlier. Um. Was this your this your, was your first time? First time watching it. First What'd time watching think? it. Um, I loved it. I I'll say this. Um, Toy Story, the Toy Story franchise is actually is interesting in that the the following films seem to always get better than the previous, which is weird. Thank you. Thank you. It's weird. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. that because usually when you're talking about a series or something like that, like let's say Fast Fast and Furious as an example, <laughs> <laughs> the movies mm. get progressively worse. Um, and, and and this seems just to get better. And, and you wouldn't think that. Well, we also talked about that with Bad Boys, um, how that yeah. how that the third one was just better than the first two. Um, but it's very rare to find that in a in a in a uh, in a series, and I loved it. I loved it. See, I I I enjoyed it, but I I don't. You know what? I'm gonna give you my my Toy Story order from okay. uh, from from favorite to least favorite, and okay. then uh, you know you do the same. Okay. So my number one favorite Toy Story movie was Toy Story Two. Really. Yeah. In the second place, I got Toy Story three. Uh huh. In third place, I got Toy Story four, and last place, I got Toy Story one. Okay. Um. And that's not to say that any of them are bad. Right. Because they're all great. Right. But that's just how 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 it is for me. That's an interesting uh, ranking. I I would say mine would go 
1342. I uh I have a lot of people tell me that they don't love 2. And man, I don't know. I I love everything about 2. I need like, to watch it again. Every I need to watch it as an it's adult. It's on there. I, yeah, I I saw it. I I need to watch it as an adult because when I when I watched it when it first came out, um I thought it was really good. Um but as a kid, I remember feeling like kind of I don't want to say disappointed, but I kind of I, I felt like it was missing something. And I, I and I always felt that as a kid. I haven't watched it as an adult, so I I I probably need to go ahead and do that. Um, that's how I felt about four, by the way, that it was missing something. Really? Yeah, I, I felt I felt like, and again, it wasn't bad. Right. I'm not saying that. Right. Um, I felt as if Buzz was not in it enough. Now, if you look at one, two, and three, if you look at one, two, and three, Buzz is a key component. Right. Uh, it's 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 Woody and Buzz. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Four was not that. Buzz took a back seat. And that made me feel like it was missing something. Most of the characters took a backseat. The ones that we were yes. used to, they took a backseat. Um, the Potato yeah. Heads, Rex, Slinky. Um, um, the Pig. I forget what he's, uh, what he's called. Um, Ham. Ham, thank you. Yeah, they, yeah. They, all, uh, they all took a backseat in this fourth one. And, and I, f- I thought that was pretty interesting that they did that. Um I'm I'm intrigued to know if they're going to continue and do a five or if they're just going to leave it because I felt like where where it ended to me that that could be that could be a perfect ending and just let it be let it rest. Yeah. Um that's how that's how I felt about 3 but I was happy we got a 4. Yeah. But anything anything past 4 um, and again, if this is, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we spoil everything. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler, the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but the movie ends with Woody parting ways. So I, I don't want to see a Woody and, and Bo Peep movie. I don't want to see right, that. I don't, right. I don't, I don't want to see that without Buzz and Ham and Rex and, and, and the potato heads and all, and, and the aliens and all that. I, yeah. I, I, and that was the thing like as, as, as much as I enjoyed four, I would have enjoyed it more if, if Buzz was on the journey with Woody. Yeah. Which was kind of weird that he wasn't because you would expect that. Cause that's, that's what happened in, um, first one, second one, third one. They were they were together, so it was it was weird that in this one they weren't. So I don't know if that was a um, if that was because it was under different um, leadership or something. Like, I don't know. Who, I I, can't, I I didn't look to see who was uh, uh, doing the story writing and all that stuff. But um, right. that part of it was very intriguing to me. I I, I definitely didn't um, expect that. I will say. It was very interesting because I I remember thinking about how Bo just magically disappeared and we didn't know anything about her. Now they did release a a, a Bo short film last week. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw that or heard about that. No, I didn't. Uh, I forget what it's called. I want to say it's like Lamp Life or something like that. Oh, I did see uh, that one there after when when it ended. I didn't I didn't watch it though. So basically, I watched it with my with my kids. 
um, basically it's what happens, like how she, how she, you know, disappears and what happens in between. She wasn't in three, right? She was in two. Mm-hmm. So what happens in between two and four? Okay. See, I'll, I'll go back and, it's and not, watch that. It's not long. Yeah. It's not long at all. It's probably like 15 minutes and it was good. Okay. It was cool. I enjoyed that. We'll see. And, but see, I, I'll go back and watch that. Um, just cause you said that, um, and actually, because I wanted to wait until I finished the fourth one to watch all the, the shorts that they had on there. But mm-hmm. I felt like they I felt like they filled in the gap between two and four. Like what happened to her. I felt like they, they like they answered that question for me um well enough for me to, to to be like, Okay, I got it. Um and it yeah. actually made sense. So I I wasn't I wasn't uh I wasn't um, I didn't even know I really needed that with the story. Yeah. Um, so that was that was definitely a, 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 an addition to the to the movie. So I was glad about that. Yeah, was Disney glad. Plus just you know, um, Disney Plus, you know, afforded them the opportunity to tell that story, but they told the story well enough in four that I didn't need it. But it is a welcome piece that that okay. kind of helps paint that picture even better. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. And I'm gonna check all the other cool. shorts out on there. Well, man, for me, I saw I saw two different movies this week. Okay. Um, well, I saw three, but we'll talk about the other one towards the end. Okay. Um, I saw I saw the Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman, and I saw Just Mercy. Ah, okay. What What did you think about Both, The Gentleman? The Gentleman was great. Uh, Guy Ritchie is he's a very he's a really talented um, director. Mm-hmm. And writer, mm-hmm. um, he has not been able to. I'm not even going to say top because I don't think he can top Snatch. Um, he hasn't been able to match it or right. come close to it, in my in my opinion. Okay. Um, now we talked about Aladdin. I, I liked Aladdin. It was mm-hmm. cool. It was a good movie. Um, the gentleman comes very close to Snatch, and it's just it's it's fun. Um, you know, stars Matthew McConaughey, uh, Charlie Hunnam, Ju- uh, not Jude Law, you uh, Grant, um, and and it just has a it has a phenomenal cast. It's a lot of fun, and and you know I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for you because you haven't seen it yet. Um, but their 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 method of storytelling just kept me in it. It was okay. very unique and very different, and it just kept me really excited. And uh, and that's one thing I have to say about um, his about Guy Ritchie's ability to write. Uh, you know, there there's, there's there's certain writers out there um, that are very wordy in their script writing, and I don't mean that in a mm-hmm. negative way. It's not. I don't mean that it's you know kind of. I don't mean that he fumbles it. I mean that you know, it's very word driven instead of instead of action driven. Mm-hmm. And and you know people like like him or Quentin Tarantino or Aaron Sorkin like I love their style of writing I love I love a lot of dialogue and that's that's just me maybe that's the actor in me I don't know but I really I really enjoyed that aspect of the movie uh, so definitely check that out um, I, I'd be excited to talk to you about that movie um, you know specifically like I said about their method of storytelling in this film. 
because yeah. like I said, it was just it was a ton of fun, and uh, it really kept me engaged the whole time. Yeah, I, I'll I'll go check that out. I might I might actually go see that next week. You should, man. Uh, and uh, I saw Just Mercy. Um, I was late on that one uh, with Michael B. Jordan and uh, Jamie Fox. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that think? movie, bruh. I cried. Did you? I cried, man. This movie was beautiful. Uh, it's a you know it's a it's a true story. Um, it takes place in the late '80s, early '90s. Um, and when I say that, it takes place you know throughout about ten years. Um, and uh, Michael B. Jordan plays uh, a young lawyer out of Harvard. Uh, his name's Brian. Um, and he, while he was in, while he was in school, um, he interned in Alabama at this law firm in Alabama. And he had seen this community, um, and met a lot of inmates who were falsely accused of whatever. And, um, they were being convicted and placed on death row and, he really grew passionate about wanting to be able to help these individuals. And um, so when he graduated, he moved to Alabama and he started his own firm, uh, which provides, um, which provides, you know, legal for inmates who can't afford lawyers. Um, And that's how, uh, that's how Michael B. Jordan's character meets Jamie Foxx's character, who was accused of, um, murder of a teenage girl and um, he he didn't do it and um, so the the movie just really follows Michael B. Jordan as, as, or as Brian as he kind of investigates this um, this murder and what happened and 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 you know you see how things unveil and and the obvious and clear proof that Jamie Foxx's character did not do it um, is just so painfully clear that he didn't do it um, and it's just, it's sad, man. It's, it's, it's sad that it's a reality. Hmm. It, it was, it was, it was such a good movie, man. You have to check that out for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely um, check that out. Jamie Foxx deserves an Oscar. Really? Yeah. And Jamie Foxx, he's one, he, he's an actor, man, that, that I always forget about. Me too. He's he's great. He's I mean he, he's a really good actor, and 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 people forget about him. And and you know, I, I, he deserves one. He 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 was really really good. Uh, also, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. was in the movie Ice Cube Son, and was he did it? a really good job. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, he was uh, he was a supporting character, so he wasn't in it a whole lot. But uh, the moments that he he was in it was impactful. Hmm. So yeah, those are the, the two movies that I saw. Do um, you want to run through uh, some entertainment news? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, by the way, I watched John yeah. Wick three. Okay, how was it? Uh, that was brutal as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. I still haven't seen one or two either. See, I don't cringe with uh, a lot of, you know, action scenes. I I am very curious. I might have to go back and watch like behind the scenes um uh uh video. Yeah. But the way they shoot these films, my God, it's it's like they like 
like it's actually happening like <laughs> their choreography is so beautiful in these films like i i i wish now i can't say um i i i have a little bit of concern with keanu reeves because i could tell with his choreography in john wick 3 that he's starting to slow down a little bit so that's that's making me wonder how the matrix 4 is gonna go yeah um but aside from that no issues at all the action is is perfect um I, I gotta sit down and watch them. One day, I'm I'm gonna just get all three of them and just just sit and binge them. Watch all three. That 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 is a really good uh good series. Um, that is another series I can say that you know when you talk about one, two, three, they stand they do very well by standing alone. Um, I don't know if I would say one is better than the other. I might have to go back and watch one and two just to um uh, yeah. compare that. But yeah, I I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So that again, when we were talking about our our, our uh, top ten of two thousand nineteen, yeah, yeah, that, that one is definitely in that spot for a, a good reason. It stays there. It stays there. Yeah. You know what? But I wanna I wanna say we talked about the anticipated films of this year. Mm-hmm. There's one there's one movie that kind of snuck by me. I had heard about it. I didn't realize that it was it was coming so soon. Uh, but I saw a trailer for it. And and I don't know what I would take out of my top ten, but this is up there, maybe top three. Um, really, the invisible, the Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. Who's in that? I have no clue, but it looks amazing. Okay. Let me see. It it looks like you know years ago Universal was trying to do that uh, kind of monster movie universe. Yeah. And it just it just really failed. And yeah, I remember um, that. And and. This is the, the see this what they did here because this is Universal, wow this is a Blumhouse and Universal. Oh okay. Um, it is uh, written and directed by uh, Lei Wanell from the the Saw franchise and uh, the Insidious movies. He he I don't know if you saw the Insidious movies but he yeah um, he played Specs as well as I believe he co-wrote the movies. Um, but yeah, uh, so the Invisible Man, um, it's a reboot, isn't it? There was an Invisible Man in like the nineties. Yeah, I remember there being something like the title, something like that. So I don't know, I don't, I don't know um, how close this is, but uh, the description here says: When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. Hmm. And man, this trailer sold me. Okay. Yeah. I, so the star out? of it is uh, comes out February twenty eighth. Oh. Okay. So soon. So so we'll have to we'll have to catch that and talk about it. Yeah. Um uh stars Elizabeth Moss. I don't know who that is. She looks familiar, super familiar. Oh um was that that chick from The Handmaid's Tale? Yes. Okay. She is. I, I see you know what? I saw the trailer for that. Or well, part of it. I didn't I didn't yeah. watch the whole thing. I did see part <laughs> of it. Um Yeah. And it has uh, Aldous Hodge and I, I really like him. I've liked him since uh, since his days in Friday Night Lights. I will you know say what I'm talking about. I, you know Yeah. I will say <laughs> the part of the trailer that I watched, I, I, I wasn't buying it. 
<laughs> yeah. The part I'm that hyped. I saw, I the part that I saw was just like whatever, man. <laughs> I'm um, hyped. I'm I'm excited. It, to me, it looked great. I hey, I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing to be wrong on that. If, 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 you know, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Um, right. I'll check it out. I don't have a problem with it. All right, man. So so a little breaking news for you. A couple hours ago, Deadline reported that there was. A friends reunion special in the works at HBO Max. Oh, man. What do you think? What do you think? Do we need a friends reunion? Do do we need it? As a friends fanatic, uh-huh. I own I own the, the Blu-ray box set. I've seen every episode <laughs> probably ninety-seven times each. Uh-huh. Uh man, I don't need it, but I want it. I watched and, and, I watched Friends too. Um I wouldn't call myself a fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> it was I a love funny it, man. show. Yeah. Um and of course David Schwimmer is under fire for his comments about the mm-hmm. black friends and Asian friends uh reboots. Um right. I will say I enjoyed Living Single significantly more than I enjoyed Friends. I don't think I've ever seen Living Single. Okay. I I watched Living Single God. Probably I started watching it like when I was like 6, 6 or 7. I'm yeah. not sure if I've seen every episode. Um but I will say I enjoyed the show significantly more than Friends. Okay. Friends I I liked it. Thought it was cool because I, I I I watched Friends, I watched Seinfeld, I watched all of those shows, so I was into mm-hmm. it. Um, I put we'll like this. We'll have to have a we'll have to have a sitcom talk one day. We do because I, I, I wanted ten. I wanted that was a conversation I wanted to have with you, so we can, we can definitely let's do that next episode because that that's sure. a that's a really good conversation. Um, For sure. Am I going to watch a Friends reunion on HBO Max? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say this. I don't know what it's going to be because for years and years and years and years and years, the 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 creators of Friends said there will never be mm-hmm. a reunion. There will never be a reboot, a revival. There will never be a one-off. So I don't know what exactly this is, um, but it's being reported that that all all of the all of the main cast Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, David Schwimmer, Matt LeBlanc, and Matthew Perry uh, seem to have reached uh, an agreement with Warner Brothers TV um, to do an hour long special, uh, and each of the six stars will be paid um, between three and four million dollars for this for appearing in the special. I mean, now I don't know what it's going to be because to me. I mean, as much as I would love to see a scripted hour-long special, I don't think that's what it's going to be because the creators have been so dead set against it. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it'll be some type of documentary style behind the scenes, like what has the last 25 or 30 years been? You know, I have no idea what it's going to be, but I'm for it. I'll tell you this. If they shoot it the way uh, Larry David shoots Kirby Enthusiasm, yeah, I might be sold. Um, I don't know how you go from multi cam to single cam. Um, I know 
that's that is that is the hard part about it. But again, are we are we to believe that? How long has it been? Came off the air in two thousand four. So are we to believe in the last sixteen years? There, you know, you would almost have to do a movie of some sorts to 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 get these guys you know into this type of frame because I can't buy 16 years later that they're they're still you know in that that apartment building I know um, Monica and Chandler moved into a house right with their twins See, they, yeah yeah but they all there was a spinoff of friends were you aware of that no there was a spinoff called Joey oh I remember Joey I know that was a and spinoff it- yeah, it took, it took Joey out of New York and away from his friends uh-huh. uh, to pursue his acting career in L.A. Right. I didn't know that was a spinoff. Yeah, it did. It did two oh. seasons. It got canceled in the middle of season two. Okay. Uh, I own the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I own the DVDs, man. Um, it's It was not as good. It was not as good. Right. Um, but and, and I think that's kind of when you when you look at friends mm-hmm. it's an ensemble show at its core it definitely is i don't think that they like if you looked at if you look at how i met your mother mm-hmm. they build that as an ensemble show right eh, no ted ted narrates it it's a ted show in my opinion um but friends is a true ensemble show however matt leblanc's character joey was more the reactive character right. to things Right. So you take him, you take him out of Friends, and you put him as his as the lead in his own sitcom. I don't know that Joey works well in that sense where he is. He doesn't. He's everything. You know what I mean? Because like I said, Joey was the reactive character, mm-hmm. and that's what we loved him for. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it just didn't mesh great on that show. Um, but you know, I won't, I won't lie and say that I didn't enjoy it. It it was, it was cool to see Joey in a different element, but it it just, it it didn't work. I, I remember watching like one or two episodes of that show. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't pick up on it being a, a a spinoff. I don't know why I just, I never did. That is very interesting. So if you, if you think back to the end of friends, you have, you have, um, you have Chandler and Monica. They uh-huh. adopt their, the the twins, and um, they're moving away from the city into mm-hmm. a house. Mm-hmm. You have Ross and Rachel get back together to raise their child together, mm-hmm. um, and then you got you have Phoebe, who uh, was now married to Mike Hannigan, Paul Rudd, uh, Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. and 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 then living wherever they're living. Um, I don't really think that they talked about that. And then you got you have Joey moving to LA. So really you did see them part ways. Right. So like, like that I said, love you would need to have a there. movie. So well that's what maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe I see I have no idea. <laughs> I it, it's fun to speculate, but I, I have no idea what they're doing. I know that I'm excited for it and anybody who, who is a, a big friends fan would be excited about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I do plan on getting HBO Max anyway. I'm not sure how that works with uh, HBO Now, HBO Max, but um, if it's a separate subscription, I, I guess I'll, I'll 
I'll check it out. But and give me a in so I can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I don't have a problem with it. But my th- <laughs> see, my thing is, I need to know what they're putting on HBO Max in general because I'm not, I'm not doing anything outside of a free trial. If it's if if I can't the Green Lantern series. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm nah, good. the DC shows are good, bro. Like the shows are good, the cartoons are good. The cartoons the are significantly better. The, the the DC cartoons are ten times better than the Marvel cartoons. They, I will give you that. They are. Yes. Um. Yes. <laughs> I can only speak about what I've seen in terms of the DC shows. Uh, the DC shows that I've seen are uh, Smallville, Gotham. Um, I two did, great shows. Excellent shows. So, in my opinion, those did very well. Um, mm-hmm. I still think that it'd be great if the if the animated films and the TV show writers could get together to do the movies. Now, I listened to Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he played Lex Luthor in Smallville. And and this this he did Smallville Week, uh, oh, several really? months ago, maybe maybe a year ago, where he interviewed Tom Welling, uh, Kristen Crook, um, and the, I think the writers, uh, David Nutter, maybe who directed the pilot. Um, probably can't and, find Allison Mack, huh? No, I think she's probably away. <laughs> she's a little, she's a little preoccupied uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but but uh, Rosenbaum talked about uh, with Tom. And how they both said the only way that they would now this is pre crisis and Tom going to crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about how the the only way that they would do a revival of some sorts would be to do Smallville in animation, same writers, Ooh. same actors, just in animation. So they I'm just here do for the voices. It. Yes, I am not mad at that. I don't know how you include Chloe. But I'm not mad at that. That's a now, very intriguing can, idea. Yeah, and you know that doesn't. There was no no. There was just them talking. But I would love that. I wouldn't mind that either, especially if you're doing it as a series. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. Now I don't know if you have the DC universe, but I do recommend Titans and Doom Patrol. And I I've heard I of give those. Doom Patrol the edge. Huh. Okay. I've I've heard of those. I've never watched them though, because I don't have that subscription. Doom Patrol, I give the edge. It's just such a unique and weird show. Mm. Um, and 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 growing up, I loved Brendan Fraser, and then he kind of fell to obscurity, and he leads Big this time. show, and he's he's phenomenal. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's okay. the lead of it. Okay. Okay. It's good. Wow. All right, man. Let's move on to the next bit of news. Um, Disney acquires the rights to distribute uh, the Hamilton movie, Hamilton, an American musical. Yes. the uh, The number one sell, uh, the number one selling show on Broadway. Now, you and I briefly talked about this when I brought up how In the Heights is my most anticipated movie of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Hamilton is a is a hip hop R and B musical. And I've seen it twice. I, I, I well, let me say, you know, I listened to the cast album probably somewhere in the range of four hundred and seventy-three times. Jesus. Um, and it's about it's about <laughs> and it's about two and a half hours long. Um, 
<laughs> so before the original cast um, left the show and started, you know, moving on to other things, they filmed this on stage um, and edited it together as a movie. And so what we're getting is not a movie movie. It's oh. the film. It's the stage ver. It's a filmed version of the stage show. Oh, okay. And the thing is, like, I've met a lot of people who have who who saw Hamilton um, in New York with the original cast. And Lynn has gone on record. He Lynn created the show. He said we all have that 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 friend or that person that we meet that has that brag that. You know, I saw Hamilton with the original cast, mm-hmm. and Lynn said, basically, what I'm doing is I'm taking that brag away because everybody's about to see Hamilton with the original cast. <laughs> um, so Disney paid $75 million Jesus. for the worldwide movie rights to Hamilton. There, the reports are that this may have been the biggest film acquisition ever. Really? And look, Man, it's it's hitting theaters October 2021, and then we'll move over to Disney Plus after that. And and they've already I, I'm gonna, filmed it. I, yeah, man, they filmed this three years ago. So why is it taking until 2021 for it to be on in theaters? That 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 that's the date Disney picked. I mean, it's been, it was filmed three years ago. It's been edited, and it was just in a vault waiting for distribution. And, uh, you know, there was, uh, I know that there was a battle. I don't know all the different companies that were after it, um, but Disney picked it up. And, and honestly, Disney's the right choice. I mean, Lynn has been working with Disney since he left Hamilton. He did um, Mary Poppins Returns. He's writing music for the um, the live action Little Mermaid film. And it just, it makes, it makes complete sense with their relationship. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Um, I wouldn't mind watching it at all. I just, part of me kind of wishes that it was like just going straight to Disney Plus, or, or yeah, but releasing this year because I like I've been wanting oh, to watch it because I I I never let me put it like this I've I've never been like drawn to musicals like on stage musicals yeah not that I wouldn't go see one but I just it's just never been something that attracted me. Um, and I, over, of course, over the last couple of years, I've heard the hype over Hamilton. So I've wanted to see it, um, just to check it out, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to see, going to see this. Um, I just wish it was coming out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I saw Hamilton three weeks ago. Uh, the tour was in down here in Florida and, uh, we won tickets to, to see it. Oh, and I had, I had seen Hamilton, the year before at the Straz in Tampa, mm. and literally sat as far away as you can possibly sit. Uh, it, Straz is such a gigantic theater. It was so hard to see, but it was still, honestly, the show is just moving, and the music is so beautiful and emotional. Um, and it is so grounded in hip-hop. Mm. Man, like, you know, if you're a hip-hop head, yeah. which I know you are, yeah. you're going to listen to the instrumentation of these songs and you're going to be like, Oh, that's mob D. Yeah. Okay. That's biggie. Like there, there's literally as there's a song in the show, uh, 
the and and you know for those of you who might not know what Hamilton is, it takes place in you know uh, how America got started with Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. So it takes place a very long time ago. And um, but there's this song in the show called Ten Dual Commandments. Mm-hmm. And what do you think that beat is reminiscent of? Ten Crack Commandments. And it is amazing. Wow. Okay. It's okay. great. And and that's the thing. Lynn is from New York. He's from Wash Heights and he's a hip hop head. So he implements what he grew up with. He, mm-hmm. he he grew up with hip hop and show tunes. And he just meshes them them together so well. Um but I saw the show three weeks ago in Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. and yo, we the the seats we won were second row, right there in the center of the stage. And it the experience is just so 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 amazing. So I have no doubt that a film version, like the close ups and everything, uh, is is going to be great. Okay. So well, I'm intrigued. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um. And let's move on to the next bit. We were talking about this a little bit. We were texting each other. Yo, Sam Raimi is in talks to direct Doctor Strange too. Uh, or Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, for those of you who might not know, Sam Raimi really kind of launched the modern superhero movie, right? With 2002 right. Spider-Man? Right. Okay, 2002 Spider-Man is my number one favorite superhero movie. Is it? It is. So I am not mad at this at all. Um, and and Raimi has a horror background, and there are going to be horror elements mm-hmm. of Multiverse of Madness. So... I'm I'm excited. Now I know Scott Derrickson, who directed the first Doctor Strange, left with um, you know disagreements with Marvel because I think he wanted to make this a 100% complete horror film, which I would have liked, but the consumer might not. The normal consumer might not want a horror film because a lot of kids go to these Marvel movies, right? So, which is what I was have, thinking about when they were talking about that. And, you know, I would love it, but, you know, I, I, my son goes and sees every Marvel movie. He's four years old. If it was scary, I couldn't take him to see it. And right. he likes Doctor Strange. So to have some scary elements in it, I think Sam Raimi can do a great job. What do you think? I'm excited. Um, not just because of his uh, background with horror films and Spider-Man, um, directing Spider-Man, but because of what his presence means for a potential of the of of the spider-verse you know like yeah that's that's um intriguing to me i'm i'm um i'm excited about that i i I, i'm i have no doubts that they're gonna get the deal done um no i think think he's perfect for it um they wouldn't let the news slip if it wasn't gonna get done right right and i'm I w- I'll say this. I wasn't a big fan of Doctor Strange, the standalone film. Me either. I, I loved him in uh, Infinity War and Endgame, though. Right, which makes me excited for the sequel. Um, so I actually might go back and watch Doctor Strange again just to, um, you know, try and figure out, you know, what, mm. what they were doing. Um, but when I, the first time I saw it, I just, I, I wasn't into it like that. I watched it because I knew I needed to see it. Um, but I'm excited about what they're going to do with this one, especially where they're going into with this, with this next phase. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. And And let me, 
Go ahead. No, I was going to say just just with the potential of being able to see Tobey Maguire, um, that's going to be the only thing that I'm kind of concerned about, like his age um, and how he's going to, you know, how he's going to read on screen with that with that character. But that's, you know, that's whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to see it. I had read uh, I had read um, an interview with uh, Tobey Maguire from about a year ago, around the time uh, Spider Verse came out. Or, you know, uh, the anime it was, was Spider Verse, right? Was mm-hmm. it called? Yeah. Um, and Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah. When that came out, he was asked in an interview if they were to do something like that in live action, would he ever consider um, popping up in the MCU? And he said, you know, if the story was right, he would absolutely do it. And, yo, I, I love it. Like, he's, he, he, we, we'd argue about it. So let's mm-hmm. save it for another day. <laughs> but he's my definitive Spider Man to me. He's the GOAT. Tom Holland's great, but Maguire's a GOAT. Um, but let's, let, let me bring you back to Spider Man 2. Okay. There's a scene in Spider Man 2 with Doc Ock. Um, you got, um, J. Jonah Jameson, he's there at the Daily Bugle, and they're trying to brainstorm on on, on different names for Doc Ock. And um, one of the other editors says, uh, oh, Dr. Strange. And J. Jonah Jameson's like, oh, that's good, but it's taken. So that that kind of adds to oh. my hope that they will connect it. That's interesting. Do you remember that? I don't. I might have to go back and watch that. Yeah, man, I I just watched it with my son, uh, what three days ago, and uh, and then this news came out, and I was hyped because yeah, like you know, he's like, oh, that's a great name, but it's taken. I can't, you know, it's uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I think it would be great. Oh, no, I, I think it would be really scene. great. I remember that. That was that was when they were trying to name Doctor Doc Ock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I remember that scene. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. So hey, I'm I, I'm all for it, and that. Who knows? Like maybe they. I, I don't know how they could connect the two. Maybe like even going back to and just showing some footage from from Spider-Man Two. I would rather them do an updated thing. But I mean that would still be cool if that's all that they are able to do. Right. Um, but I do definitely think at some point we are going to see Tobey Maguire interact with Tom Holland. I think and so. That'll be great. I think that'll so. be great. Um, and if I had to choose between Tobey or Garfield, I'm going Tobey. I'm going Toby over Garfield as well, just for nostalgia. Yes, yeah, and those, those as at, you know, Andrew Garfield's a great actor, but those films weren't that phenomenal. I, I didn't even see the second one, the one with the Electro. I didn't watch that. Yeah, yeah, I skipped. Put that. some respect on Jamie Foxx's name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing that kind of, I don't know if I want to say broke the internet, but kind of. Uh, the Fast Nine trailer came out. Yeah. So there are two big <laughs> reveals from this trailer, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. If you you haven't seen the trailer, I'm sure you read about it. Um, no. One big one big thing is you know months ago uh, it had been announced that John Cena had joined Fast Nine, which is cool. John Cena is really grown into his own. He's doing a great job. A lot of he's doing really well lately, and um. And 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 he's basically replacing The Rock, I, right? Because mm-hmm. The Rock's not in this one. Um, so the reveal in the trailer is that John Cena is Dom's brother. 
Right. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched the trailer. Um, but I did hear about that. Um I'm interested in seeing how that's going to take place. I mean, how how that comes together because I don't see how they do that because it's it's going to be a major retcon because I don't know because you you know you look at these fast films and it's all about family uh, mm-hmm. and I read somebody saying I, this I read somebody saying it's all about family so you mean to tell me that that Dom has a brother and nobody knows about him other than Mia of course and you know there's <laughs> never been a mention um, but I mean the other thing that they talk about is how you know. Families doesn't always mean blood. Like your boys can be. That's true. Your family. That is true. Um. So whatever happened in the past that'll be revealed, uh, I mean, that's really not a major thing for me. Um. I just hope that it's a really good explanation as to why they're no longer in each other's lives. You because how old would you say? How, you don't think? I don't. I, 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 these films are so like it feels like they're just thrown together. It, like there's really no thought process to storyline progression. It's just like, but you don't jumping. go to a fast. You don't go to a Fast and Furious movie for that. I know, but but the. You- I wouldn't consider you go myself to a, fast- a writer. LJ, but I mean, I do. I consider myself a writer. <laughs> I have done some writing, and yeah. that just, especially with, I've done script writing, uh, for for um, for class before, and and you know other projects, and I just the the thought process that goes into story development, character development. They just like I don't know. Vin Diesel just seems to just skip things, and I don't know why. I don't like. It's like they're just jumping from 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 plot to plot, and it's not really it's connected, but it's not really connected, and it's just, it's just weird. This series should have died years say, ago. No, don't say that. Yes. I like these movies. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. If you, if I just watched Fast Eight after the trailer for Nine dropped, I was like, I'm gonna go back and watch Eight because I actually did. I liked, I liked Eight. I thought it was something new, uh, mm-hmm. for the franchise, and um, it was exciting. So I'm watching it, and I think Eight fixed a lot of what you're saying. It really pieced things together. Um, that if you go all the way back to six, um, with Luke Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go to seven, and you got Owen Shaw, uh, J- you know Jason Statham. You know the thing that it seems to fix is that you know the villain for eight was Cipher, right? And basically, you know Luke Evans' character—I can't think of his name in the film. The other Shaw, Deckard Shaw, was that his name? Or no, that's a uh, which one's Deckard Shaw? Statham. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, Statham is Deckard Shaw, and then Luke Evans is 
is Owen Shaw, I think. Okay. That's what that's what I'm going to say. I might be wrong. Um, but you know that Owen was working for Cipher. Right. And Dom and the crew fucked her shit up. Right. And then you go into 7 and you got oh, how do you say his name? Um he's a dude from Blood Diamond with Leo. Oh, um I've never been able to pronounce his name. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just. I, I want to give. I want to give him credit, but I don't know how to say his name. I What's his last name? I don't know. <laughs> That's how, one I've never heard pronounced, ever. How would you? Uh, how would you? How would you describe him for the audience? Um, uh, he was. He was the guy who was trying to African get um, Ramsey. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a way to do it. I, I don't uh, know. <laughs> He was yeah, also but... the black guy on uh, Captain Marvel. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I He's a great know. actor. He He's is. He's a really Phenomenal. great actor. Um, but so, you know, he was working for Cypher. Mm-hmm. And then also you go back that uh, Cypher contacted Deckard Shaw before she went to Owen Shaw. And so everywhere you look, it seems as if Dom and the rest of the crew have really messed up what she's trying to do, and that is why now in eight and even in nine, she's in the trailer still trying. Now she's teaming up with Dom's brother to take Dom down, so she's just out for vengeance um, on all the stuff that she was trying to accomplish that he messed up. So it is piecing things together um, a little better. So it's not just random plot point to random plot point. Um, now, let's use that segue to talk about the thing at the end of the trailer. Han is alive. Han is back. Right. How How's Han back? I saw him die in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's, it's similar to we didn't, how what's we didn't see his body. Wonder Woman. No, I don't want... I don't, I'm not even going to go see <laughs> that movie. Um, <laughs> but you know what's his name is Sung, something, uh, and he's 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 I really liked him as Han. He I, was I really liked him good. Too. He was probably um, he was the best part of Tokyo Drift. Oh, don't I mean what about Bow Wow? No. <laughs> so, and that's another thing is that there are a couple people from Tokyo Drift that is going to be in uh, is is going to be in nine. Um, the, the, his character's name is Sean. Do he's on NCIS New Orleans now? Mm-hmm. Um, he was the main guy in Tokyo Drift, and uh, there's another character. Um, I can't remember his name though. But the, they're back for nine, and now see, I was reading something that said, you know, now that Fast is is rebranding themselves as the Fast Saga, um, with uh, you know you have Hobbs and Shaw. And, you know, the Fast franchise is going to conclude with 10. Seems like they're going to be branching off into other spinoffs outside of Hobbs and Shaw. So what I read was a case to give Han his own spinoff. As much as I like Han, I don't want a Han (laughs) spinoff. But I also don't want a Tej and Roman spinoff. Bro, I don't want any (laughs) spinoff. I just want this. (laughs) <laughs> I just want I just want Dom. That's like and that you know yeah, pause, but I just want I just want Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Bro, I look. God bless Vin Diesel. I respect him. 
um, for what he's doing, you know, own, basically owning his own films. Yeah. Partnering with Universal and all that. I respect him for what he does in media production. Same way I respect Tyler Perry for what he does. But after a while... We gotta while, talk about Tyler Perry. I'm very confused. Oh, we can talk about him next next episode if you want. I've already... I got... Real quick, I gotta say, how is House of Pain's coming? House of Pain coming back? They are they already done came back. <laughs> They're back now in another show. So why are they how are they coming back again? I don't understand because I was just watching the new series on Hulu, and uh-huh. that's just last year. They coming back again? I I don't know, man. I don't know. This, I'm I my bad. I no. We're on. We're talking about fast. I, no, you're good. I I just I say all that to say. It's just you gotta know when it's time to hang it up. Like you, you, he, he has milked this series for everything it's worth. I know he's making Universal a ton of money. I know that. But these movies are have, they've they've gone far beyond what they originally were, which was street racing. You know, yep. I was I was good with the street racing, and now we're bouncing from building to building. Now you know. Now we're flying out of, out of planes and parachuting down with cars. Like, yo, they got a, they got a, they got a, uh, oh, what's it called? They got a magnet plane in this trailer, bro. Uh, yeah. See, it's just dumb. This is dumb. This <laughs> a is car, dumb. A car, a car, a car, yeah. uh, driven by John Cena drives off the cliff, <laughs> and then, and then Cipher is flying this plane, and mm-hmm. it, the car. The you know the magnets bitch like from Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and let me just side side note real quick. I'm a theme park guy. I love Disney. I love Universal. Mm-hmm. The Fast and Furious ride is the worst motherfucking ride I've ever ridden in my life. See, they're milking it for everything. Like it's it's just the oh, I'm done, bro. I'm done. Have you ever been to Universal? I have one time. Okay, but so you know the the style of rides that they have, like the yeah. Transformers ride. You're on it, and it's a screen kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and and that's that's what this is. So, um, uh, and let's just talk about the line real quick. The the being I I did the fast pass for it. Mm-hmm. I was still in line for about an hour and forty five minutes, and and. You kind of you're basically going through Toretto's garage, and uh, mm-hmm. you go into a room and it's like, all right, yo, we we about to do this, we about to get on it, and then Ludacris pops up on screen. He's talking. He's like, all right, you guys ready? You guys ready? And then we go into the next room, and 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 then it's just another room, and and then Michelle Rodriguez said, all right, you guys ready? Because we 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 about to do this, and then we go to the next room, and then it's Mia. And I'm like, what are we doing? I'm I don't need to walk from room to room for you to hype me up or nothing. I'm not hyped to see Ludacris. I'm not. I mean, hey, oh, love Ludacris, God. but I don't want to see him on screen like that in this ride. And then All when right. you get on the ride, and it's that it's this screen thing, um, you know, it's a screen movie type thing, and you're in the you're in the thing, and it's going. Um, it, it. All right. People say that the fast acting is bad. Go ride the ride. The acting in that ride is awful. Which again points to my 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 original point with this whole thing is that development of characters and, and like all the storylines nothing nothing is developed well 
like I'm actually about to start treating this the way Knicks fans and Cowboys fans need to treat their franchises. Leave it alone. Why you got, Why you got to go there? Leave it alone. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm about to do with Fast. Leave it alone. <laughs> we keep giving you wrap... money. Before we wrap up fast, I just want to say this. I'm friends with with MC Jin. Mm-hmm. He was in Two Fast Two Furious. Mm-hmm. Bring my dog back in ten. Come on, just he did a whole music video. Bring Jimmy back. Bring <laughs> my dog back. <laughs> now, for real, hey Jen, if you're listening to this, I love you, brother. I hope they bring you back. Hey, um, if we're, if we're bringing Han back, why not? Hey, Jimmy didn't die. He Jimmy just is not die. there no more. Yeah. um you know last bit of news let's just kind of run through this uh real quick uh it's a bit of it's a bit of disney plus news so i'm gonna do a real rapid fire um there's a lilo and stitch live action film coming to disney plus how do you feel about it i don't care yeah what you're such a negative person I listen. Not not every Disney movie needs to be made into a live action. That's just how I feel. Some of them just need I to agree. stay. Mulan. If you're not gonna do it the way the movie was done, leave it alone. That's why I'm not even gonna go see it. So, and that was on your anticipated that was list on my anticipated list. Yes. So now that I know Mushu will not be in the film, I'm not gonna go see the movie. I'm I'm done. I don't care. No, you get a, you get a phoenix, dog. You get a phoenix. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see it, man. I'm good. I, All right, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. I I loved Lilo and Stitch as a kid. I yeah. love the movies. I love the show. I it's a nostalgia, man. Like and 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 that's what's working right now. And I'm not gonna lie to you and say that I'm not excited because I'm really excited about this. Um, they announced Mulan even before. I wasn't a big Mulan animated fan as as it was, but um, they, they don't have to bring bring. They don't have to do live action for everything. A couple live action films that I would want to see, like I said, is Lilo and Stitch, uh, and Treasure Planet. Man, I, I want to see him do Treasure Planet. See, now that would be a good live action. Lilo Let's cast Tom Holland in that. We gotta do Tom Holland. Bring him in to, to do Treasure Planet. Bro, that, that would, would be, be amazing. I would I would love to see that. That would be a perfect casting. That yeah, perfect know, casting. And you know what? I I'd like to see Atlantis. If Tom don't want to do to do Treasure Planet, he could he could play Milo. Yes, yes. I'm 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 here for both of them. Yes, me too. Now whatever whatever one he doesn't pick, then we can grab Cole Sprouse from Riverdale and have him do it. <laughs> That's my thinking. Hey, why That's, not? <laughs> That's where I'm at. Uh, during the Super Bowl, uh, during the Super Bowl, they showed a quick little little teaser trailer for the MCU shows coming to Disney Plus. We saw um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We saw uh, WandaVision, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw a little, little, little bit of Loki. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? I saw the clip. <clears throat> um, of course, I'm excited for the all these shows. Um, but yes. there's nothing. They didn't show anything that you know gave much, in my opinion. Uh, I haven't gone through and broken it down because I really don't care to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm excited for those shows, either way. So, I I was most excited for Falcon and 
Winter Soldier until that trailer. Um, now, I was always excited for, for WandaVision. Um, but, you know, I had read up on it and because and, they're, they're going to go from, just like what we talked about with friends earlier, they're going to go from, from uh, multicam to single cam and they're just doing very weird things that we haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just seeing that play out in this teaser... And, and you know it's a teaser, so we didn't really see much, but it was really exciting, like like just to see that kind of I love Lucy style, you know, mm-hmm. honey I'm home type thing, or welcome to the to the to the uh, Vision residence or whatever, um, and then going into what seemed like it could have been like a little scary sequence. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm excited for that. Um, and it also has been announced uh, for the Loki series that Owen Wilson has joined. Yes. Um, I'm very interested to see what he's going to play, whether it be a companion or maybe a villain. I have no idea, but I read I read the news and I was like, wow, like I was. Yeah, that's a very intriguing. Uh, so you didn't get my pun there. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Owen Wilson just I just said I saw the news and I was like, wow. You can't leave me like that, bro. I'm sorry. Jesus. I, didn't, I didn't even hear it, man. <laughs> um, outside of that, uh, Mandalorian has obviously been renewed for season two, and uh, it'll be back in October of this year. So I'm I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, now we've talked before about how I was a fan of High School Musical. Now Disney Plus has High School Musical the uh was it High School Musical the musical the series and um season 1 just wrapped up a few weeks ago and um they've been renewed for season 2 as well. Now if you thought that they were going to do season 2 with High School Musical 2, season 3 with High School Musical 3, you would be wrong. And I'm not quite sure why you would be wrong. But for season two, it's just been announced that the kids in the show, they're going to be doing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> just dead silence now. Because <laughs> um, I literally know nothing about High School Musical, bro. Man, I look, never watched it. <laughs> my wife, I, I'm not going to say hated. She said she th- she would say she did not like the series. However, every Friday she was on that couch watching an watching an episode. So <laughs> take that as you will. I don't know. Um, it, I mean, it was a it was a it was an entertaining show for me, and and it was just, it was fun to see. You know, if, if you liked the High School Musical movies, uh, it was definitely fun to kind of see them play around with it um, and stuff like that. Um, but. That is all I have for news. But let me ask you this, man. Mm-hmm. I sent you an audition tape earlier today yes. for something that I did. Now, we can't go into details of story or stuff like that, mm-hmm. but how did I do? I think you did a very good job. Very good. Thank you. Do you think I'm going to get cast? I, I, I don't know who else is against you, but I, I think that I think that would be a really... that. That tape, that that audition tape, should be very intriguing to the casting director. So, I would cast you. Thank you. I would cast. I appreciate you. that. Yeah, because I, I, I told you who I thought you reminded me of. 
and I think that's perfect yes. for that role. Um, so yeah, Thank you. yeah, I, I think I, that works. So, for the audience, I had to do an accent for this audition. I, I hate doing accents. I'm not good at them. I don't like. I had an audition last year. I might have to try to find the uh, clip so maybe you could play it or something mm-hmm. um, here in the here in the podcast. But I had to do a Gaelic accent. Oh. The. Before that, I couldn't even do a country accent. You want me to do a Gaelic accent? <laughs> um, but I did it. And I didn't get the part, but I, I I listened to that audition, and I'm like, wow, that, okay. I had an accent there. Uh, and I don't know if it was good or not, mm-hmm. but I'm glad you liked the country accent. I'm glad that you thought it was, uh, thought it was good because I was working on it, and I just wasn't sure if it seemed forced or... Anything like that? Not at all. Awesome. Not at all. All right, man. So let's get into to what we're going to talk about. So uh, today, Derek and I both had the opportunity um, and the pleasure <laughs> to hit the movie theaters, um, you know, in our respective states. He's uh, in Georgia and I'm here in Florida. Uh, so we didn't see him together, but we had the pleasure of seeing... Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yes. What a mouthful. That, yes. Let me say, that is the longest title since Don't Be a Menace to Society While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And now I now I hear Marlon in my in my head saying, Do we have a problem? That's all I hear right now. <laughs> I just call it "Don't be a menace." I, I can't. I I refuse. I absolutely refuse to say the entire title. No, see, I can't. I can't mention that film without saying the entire title. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I have to. So, and that's going to be the same thing for this. You know, somebody tomorrow at work says, "Hey, what movie did you see?" "Birds of Prey" and "The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn." That's what I saw. <laughs> uh, so, in short, what did you think? In short, um. I could not wait for that movie to be over. Completely wow. honest. That was... Um, I think Margot Robbie does a, fa- a fantastic job as Harley Quinn. Um, but it was lacking. It, 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 it lacked a lot for me. Um, some parts of it seemed forced. Um, I also fell asleep on like two or three different scenes not for long but you know just a quick nod um now but was that the film or was that just being tired do you think what do you honestly think i honestly think it was both i think i, I was a little tired but the, the the pace of the movie in certain spots was mad slow um i liked seeing um uh journey um Smollett. Smollett. Yeah, I like seeing her in, in this. Um, cause I thought she did a great job as Black Canary. <sighs> the movie just seemed forced to me, man. I like. I was literally watching it today, and I like. I was just sitting there, just like, man. I, this, I, I honestly cannot wait for this to be over, because I like it. 
I I was going into this movie again. I didn't see the trailer for it, so I didn't know what the movie was actually about. Um, I just knew that Harley Quinn and Joker broke up, and she was and Harley was going on a rampage. That's all I knew. Now they referenced Suicide Squad. They did a little more than I thought they would have or should have. Right. Because I, I when I heard the first, well, they showed clips from Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like, oh, okay, uh, okay. Well, we didn't see the Joker. We just saw her falling into the that acid and mm-hmm. cool. And then and then we see somebody picking her up. Which if you've seen Suicide Squad, you know it's. It's the Joker, mm-hmm. um, or if you know the storyline, you know it's the Joker. But we we didn't see him because it, they've already said they're gonna recast the Joker. So that was their you know their way probably of you know just avoiding that. Um, but they she towards the end of the movie she talked about her story. She talked about how she was you know, with the Joker and you know, crime boss, blah, 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 blah. She goes to jail and then she came out of jail with a bomb in her head and then she saved the world and then she, you know, went back to jail and now she's out. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, they are redoing the Suicide Squad as if Suicide Squad didn't happen. Right. So why are we referencing everything from Suicide, Suicide Squad? Squad. I, I didn't get I just that. don't get it. I didn't get that either. And, and I, I honestly would have preferred seeing the Joker in this movie. Like... I'm not saying Jared Harley. Leto. Yes, yes. Yeah. I I think it was a mistake for DC to recast him, uh, the Joker. I think it was a mistake for them to do that. Um, not for the Joker film standalone, but if you're talking about for this DCU, um, just let Jared Leto finish it out. Like to me, there there's nothing wrong with that because it's still a connected story. Again, like you just said. If we're if if they're still referencing Suicide Squad in this film, what is what is wrong with having Jared Leto appear in the movie? I like the DCEU is already retconning things. We're gonna have a different Batman. We're gonna have a different Superman. Yes. We're gonna still have Aquaman, and we're still gonna have Wonder Woman. Uh, but it appears that it's going to be outside of what we already know the DCEU to be, which would include, um, you know, Man of Steel, BBS, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, um, and then this new this new era of the DCEU would be with Shazam and Aquaman and um, all that. And so they're and and that's what I assumed when we look towards the Wonder Woman two. Um, 1984 and my gripe is okay well she wasn't being a superhero she's talked about that in like three different movies now um and but you know so i i just was assuming that they're going to be starting over which is kind of what they've said and then for this movie to just blatantly reference suicide squad about three or four different times now i'm just confused right see i i'm just DC, in my opinion, um, like I know, I know they've, you know, brought in new people and and things like that, but to me, the damage is already done with DC. Like I'm just not interested anymore. I I wanted when I when I first heard they were coming out with a Harley Quinn movie, I was actually excited because I enjoyed Harley Quinn's character in Suicide Squad. 
Originally, it was going to be a Joker and Harley movie. Which is what I was excited about because it, it made yeah. sense for them both to be in this film. Um, I think that this film would have actually carried um, a lot more weight had the Joker been in it. He didn't need to be a main character, but you put him in the movie, I think it would have gone a long way. I think think he should have been a main character. I think he should have been the villain. Right. See, now that makes sense. See, I think, so she wants her her uh she wants to stand on her own two feet she wants to be her own woman mm-hmm. which is great now her and joker broke up so maybe we have the joker who's like uh hell no um i want you back now because and you kind of know that to be the case uh even in suicide squad but definitely from cartoons that they that he breaks up with her and he treats her like trash so right you know in the beginning of the movie she's dealing with this breakup and then maybe he comes back and you know, he, he's like, Hey, come back with me now. And she's like, no, 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 no. I deserve better. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been a good idea to me. I would have liked to have seen that. Now I understand why they didn't go in that route because they're obviously recasting the Joker. So take that as you will. But yeah. I would have rather have seen that movie. Um, and when McGregor is a great actor. Yes. Did not, did not like, his villain. Me there was entertain. There was entertain entertaining parts. Um, he played it very cartoony, which I'm not going to say is a negative thing, um, because it was entertaining. It was fun, but why? Why did he want to kill Harley Quinn? I mean, to me, right. it seemed as if he just hated women. Right. And yeah. that, to me, I don't. I don't want that in a villain. I don't want to see you hate women. And that might sound weird because villains are bad and they hate everybody. But this just seemed, I don't know, just nasty. Yeah. And and honestly, I would have preferred Joker being in that Black Mask role. Like, the, the, the level that they use Black Mask in this movie, if they had just put Joker in that, I think this would have carried a lot further. And why did he only wear the mask twice? I See, and... I was about to ask you about that. What did you think about the mask itself? Because the mask, to me, was trash. It looked like a, a motorcycle helmet. I, I thought the mask was okay. I wasn't blown away by it, but I also didn't love it. Um, my big thing was, okay, your black mask, What you, you, you wore it twice in the whole movie. Right. Which defeats the purpose. Because I've so always known what, However mask you say his last name, Sionis. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, there, there's the movie's fun. There's definitely a lot of fun to be had in this movie. Um, I, especially in the beginning, I thought, oh, I should be high right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because just, just to how, how it played out in the beginning and all the colors and her voice. And I was like, Ooh, if I was, if I had smoked a blunt before this, I would be having so much fun. Yes. <laughs> but, I agree with you. On um, but man, let me, let me say this. You already said it. Margot Robbie. She's phenomenal. She's the only actress I ever <laughs> want to see portray Harley Quinn. Um, in live action. Kaylee Cuoco does a great job, and and that's another thing you'd probably like that if you had the the DC streaming service. There is a Harley Quinn TV show, 
Um, and Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory plays her, uh, voices her. And she does do really good. It's R-rated. It's great. Um, but Margot Robbie was, was, you know, greatest as Harley Quinn. We all knew she would be. Uh, Journey Smollett, like you said, was great. I, I, I'll talk about it every episode of this podcast. Friday Night Lights is my favorite show. She was in it, and she was great in that show. And I've I've always liked her. I mean, I've liked her since Full House. Was she four years old in that? Yeah. Um, she's just she's she really. There's not much from her that I haven't liked, if anything. And yeah. and now, we we got we got Dinah Lance Black Canary more than we got Helena Bertinelli in The Huntress, and that was surprising to me. Yeah. See. One, I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead, um, she's a great actress, and and I think the first time I saw her was in Sky High, Disney Sky High. Did you ever see that? No, I know what it is. I never watched it though. She was a, she was a villain in that movie, and she was just phenomenal. I, I I've always loved her, and and I think she did a really good job with what she was given, um, especially there at the end. And she was, you could just tell she was having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was just absent for the whole movie. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And honestly, and I, that, I didn't think she was even that, needed. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, see, give, give me a Huntress solo film. Let, let's open it up with that backstory of her parents and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and then let's have this movie be her getting her revenge. Cause this felt crammed like, in it. It felt crammed in. Um, but like I said, I don't want it. I don't want it to sound like I'm bad mouthing her or her portrayal because she did a good job. Mm-hmm. She's, she, she did good in my opinion or she did great. I would say. Um, and then and Rosie Perez, I've always loved Rosie Perez oh, too, man. and 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 I thought she did good in this role, but see, was it needed? See, she was a bit annoying to me, and I love Rosie Perez. Yeah, but she typically plays annoying. Yeah, but this this didn't seem necessary. Like her she definitely feels did... forced into the Birds of Prey idea. Yeah, her role in Birds of Prey did not seem necessary. And that 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 brings me to my other gripe, um, being why is this a, why is this called Birds of Prey? Because they weren't all together fighting together until fifteen minutes left. Right. So let's just let us just call it Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's the story. Because <laughs> this is not a Birds. Of there's prey no story. Birds of Prey and. If we want to get technical, Harley Quinn's not part of Birds of Prey anyway. Right. Um, and so that was always kind of my thinking. Like, uh, and what was it? It was originally called um, Gotham City Sirens, which I would I like that title. I think that would have been a good title. That's, um, that's much better than what we have. But I think when I think of Birds of Prey, it's a it's a team up movie. Yeah. And that's not what we got. We got yeah. team up elements. Hmm. Um, man, I. I I feel like I'm shitting on this movie. And I'm really not trying to. I, I, I see, yeah, but see, I, I need to, I need to get acting jobs, so I'm not trying to piss <laughs> nobody off. Um, uh, 
but let me let me ask and, you a question then. Okay. Victor Zaz. Um okay. I've always known his character and I I'll say this, I've I've known his character before, but I never like did a deep dive into it until Gotham uh, came out. Um but I've always known Zaz to be a more composed um emotionless type of character. Yes. Did you get that from this portrayal? No, he seemed I I got two things from this this character or this portrayal. Number one, what I got was that um I don't know how to say it. What I, I, and they they really uh, kind of hyped this leading up to it, which I really didn't wasn't fleshed out. But that black mask was the gay man in this movie, which I I felt that I felt their... it, but it wasn't fleshed out like you would like they like the way that they said it. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, you could feel that 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 but, connection with them. Yeah, and and that and that was and and so what I got was Zaz being his boyfriend or you know romantic. There's romantic interest there. Yes. Um, and so that Zaz was just gonna kind of do whatever, um, Black Mask told him to do. Um, but then there was also elements of, is he tweaking like? Right. Is he high? Right. Like, does he need some more cocaine? I what what's happening? Like, um, and and and, not that it was portrayed bad. It was just the direction that they went for it. So I'm not saying anything bad about the actor. It's just it's the direction. It's the writing. It was the choices, and yes. it's just not necessarily choices that I would have made. Right. Um. Because like you said, especially when you when you think of uh, Gotham, um. Even I don't know. Like any time he was in Batman Begins, wasn't he? That character. I think. I don't know. Was he? I think so. Unless I'm thinking of somebody else. Here, let me. I got my laptop here. I, I I'm pretty sure he was. I t- yeah. I t- I just hit B and it. Yeah, Batman Begins. It was a quick cameo. It wasn't a long cameo, but. Uh, Yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah, it was just a very quick cameo with Scarecrow. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't even pick that up. And 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 really, well, they say his name because I just watched the clip real quick. They do say Mr. Zaz, um, but. I, I don't think I even caught it by that originally. I was just thinking of his look. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't... Wow. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again. And see, talking about the way you order three, Batman Begins is not my favorite of the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm, no. It's it's probably second. I would put, I would put Dark Knight, Batman Begins... And then, um, what's that last Returns. one? Returns. 
Returns. Returns. Dark Knight Returns. I might do yeah. the same thing. I want to go back and I want to go back and watch Returns. Um, because I I watched it once. I don't really think I gave it a chance. Yeah, I, I think because you can't because hat because you can't you can't follow the Heath Ledger Joker with Bane. Even though that Bane was really good. Oh yeah, I'm taking anything away from that. But yeah, I I agree. Right after Heath Ledger's Joker, it just wasn't. But that's what I'm saying. I think maybe I just kind of went into it with, you know, like eh, I'm not gonna like it as much. And and so my 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 feelings may be clouded. So I'm, I I think I need to rewatch it. Okay. So, but you know, so your, the the end all be all. Um. Let's rate it. You know, uh, one out of ten. Um, and let's let's as we rate it, let's let's think of the other DCEU movies. Let's think of Man of Steel. Let's think of BVS, Suicide Squad, Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Um, let's think of those and and let's just rate in comparison to those. Okay. Let's not compare it to Marvel or anything like that. Right. Right. Um, uh, it was better better than Man of Steel. See, I didn't think that. <laughs> oh, I hate Man of Steel. We know this. Um, man, I think I, I'm going to go middle ground, man. I'm going to give it a 5. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. Cause I th- yeah. I, well, actually, I'm going to see it again tomorrow. I'm going to go with my wife tomorrow. So if I, you know, I was exhausted today. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been up since 4.30. I worked. Um went to the doctor i worked out and i'm just I, I was tired oh and let me say this pissed me off bro it was raining and the 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 movie theater had a power outage Ooh. in the middle of the movie and then they're like oh just give us 15 minutes it'll be back up so then i had that 15 minute wait of just like okay jeez right. and it, it went out in that moment when um when uh Harley went into the police station. Hell yeah! And now that was a good scene. That was a good. Oh yeah! And so she, so and I, I was like, oh, now it's getting exciting. She's she's pelting motherfuckers in the chest, and then this, the screen went off. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. But so I give it a five. You give it a four point five. Yeah, it's it's better than Justice League, but that's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you could if you had to pick between Suicide Squad and this Suicide Squad all day. Now was the Enchantress a better villain than Black Mask? I don't. <clears throat> I'm not gonna go that far because gonna... he had some really good moments in this, and she had no good moments. Yeah. But I also don't like Cara Delevingne, Dele, whatever. Um. And not her as as uh, as as a person. I'm sure she's wonderful, but I've just never really liked any of her work. Yeah, I I um I don't know that I would go so far as to say that the Enchantress was better than Black Mask, but at but you least... got Will Smith. Hmm. But you got Will Smith. You got Will Smith with Suicide Squad. But I'll say this: the thing with the Enchantress is that um the development around that character was significantly better than what 
what That's we true. receive with Black Mask. So I think I, I'm able to tolerate that a little bit more than Black Mask. And the part in Birds of Prey where he made the woman stand on the on the table because he thought she was laughing, that yes. was just creepy. It was creepy, and it also had no place in the film because it, it didn't it, really talk about anything. It added nothing. Not one to the movie. It, it, no. As I mean, were they they were trying to paint him as crazy, but you don't need to paint him as crazy. We got enough crazy with Harley. Um, right. I don't know. Which, uh, which goes back to my point earlier, which was. If you put the Joker in that in that scene in that in that role of that film, mm-hmm. that would have made sense. Yeah, that that would have made yeah. complete sense. Oh, and that, when you say that, it brings me right back to Suicide Squad and that scene with Common. Right, right. And it just it, it takes me right there. Yeah, and it I mean it's different, but it's kind of the same moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- this film did nothing for me, man. I, I literally, I-, I I couldn't believe I actually took three naps on this on this movie. Um, I-, I was dozing, but I was just assuming that it was from being awake since four thirty. Nah, <laughs> it literally put me. <laughs> I'm to gonna. Sleep. Me and my wife are gonna go see it again tomorrow, and I will report back to see if I'm gonna up it from five to a little more. Please do. Um. Let me let me say this too before we head out. Um, so when I went and saw Just Mercy, I I, I went during during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a uh, like a, a noon showing, and there wasn't many people there. I think there was five people other than me there. There was uh, a group of four, probably seventy year old women. <laughs> And then there was uh, another a dude somewhere off by himself, and I was by myself as well. Um, and now at my at my theater, you kind of have to choose where you sit, even if the theater's empty. Um, right. And so these these four women were two rows ahead of me, and they were just talking so loud and just just so blatant and like through the trailers right and i'm like ah you're annoying the shit out of me right now but it's the trailers and i thought maybe they didn't know that somebody else came in uh-huh. so they were just talking so i do that i, I was i was like <coughs> <coughs> i want to you know <laughs> let make sure they knew someone was there and they was just still talking i'm like you rude bitches <laughs> I, <laughs> and then and then the movie starts, and they're still talking. You got Jamie Foxx cutting down a tree, and they're still talking. <laughs> we got cops approaching Jamie Foxx's truck, and they're still talking. And I just, <laughs> I, 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 out loud, I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and they kept talking. I was I was so mad. <laughs> they finally shut up about ten minutes into the movie. Man. But why were they there? Why were these four seventy year old white women there to see Just Mercy? Uh, there ain't no way they agree with what that movie's supposed to be about. That might actually play into another topic we might have to get into. Hey, I'm here for it. 
them my plans because i felt disrespected i felt like they didn't care about what was happening in the movie right which that's going to be something we can talk about because it it seems like a more of a um an entertainment value to to a lot of white people um yeah a lot of these movies that are that that uh show black people in struggle um it comes across as that to me, uh, which we'll, we'll get into that because that also plays in the t- uh, into Tyler Perry. So we might have to just talk about all this next week because um, <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. Um, I'm, I'm still on my House of Pain thing. How are they going to have two, spin- <laughs> two, two newts House of Pains? I don't understand, Bro, man. What's I, the new one? What's this? I thought one? I was tripping because I swear to God, I thought that had been rebooted already. Yes, last ago. year. The was, two was it seasons. Last year? Yeah. I thought that, I and I was like, okay, maybe I was just tripping. Um, and and they didn't bring it back, but they're bringing it back now. Um, see, I don't have the own own network, so I I can't watch these. It's on. It's on Hulu. I, might have to I don't check know it if you out. have Hulu. I do. I do. I'm, I'm going to check it, it out. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It, I mean, it's very reminiscent of what House of Pain was. It's not, it wasn't Joey in comparison to Friends. Um, they did 36 episodes. I'm looking okay. at it. Uh, they did 36 episodes. Okay. Uh, two seasons, yeah. Um, and the show's called The Pains. Yeah, let's let's talk about this next week because I have a lot that I want to <laughs> talk to you about. You know, speak okay. specifically that that because you're an actor. Um, yeah. I, I spoke about this on uh, No Chase Film Society uh, with with Chris, and mm-hmm. you know, um, for anyone that's interested in hearing that, please go check it out. But this is going to be a different conversation with you because you're an actor. So right. with you as an actor and me as an editor. Um, it's going to be a very intriguing dynamic. So I'm really interested in having that conversation with you. Bet. Yeah, let's do it. And one more thing before we head out. Okay. My brand new single, Legacy, dropped today. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. Go ahead, purchase it. Go ahead, stream it. Yes, sir. Uh, and who knows, maybe maybe Derek will be nice and edit a little uh, teaser here at the end. Oh, most definitely. Let's so, do it. It's called Legacy, LJ Jones. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Yes, sir. All right, so that has been episode three, and we'll see you guys next week. I was in the studio, I'm moving up, plus I've been working on these movies, bro, I'm soon to blow, I feel it and I'm gearing up to go, I gave my life for this, so when it's said and done, I'm never moving on, go until I'm dead and gone, ah.